Well, uh, looking forward to playing Boise this week. Glad that we have a full week to get ready for them. And uh, after we evaluating the film, I know I talked to you guys last time at post game, and uh, a lot of the same things that we talked kind of discussed. The, the turnovers were a glaring negative, and but there were also some things that were some mistakes that we couldn't overcome. You're looking at um, bad bad penalties that took points off the board, and even some administrative penalties that made it harder for us to um, gain first downs and kind of hurt hurt our drives. And so, uh, obviously, the, the glaring mistakes are the turnovers, but I think there's also some mistakes with, with penalties and uh, that, that hurt our drives as well. And offense, defensively, thought the guys played hard. Um, you know, we put them in some bad spots and put them in the, the short fields, and I, I, I don't know if they could have done anything differently other than I think they did really well up front. Um, yeah, we gave up a couple big plays in the throw, throw game, but uh, pleased with, with overall effort and some of the adjustments they made with even some of the injuries that we had on defense. But uh, positives that I saw, I thought our O-line and D-line did well up front. Uh, just sad that the, the, the score didn't indicate uh, that, that strength. And, you know, I, I could sit here and complain about the mistakes that we made, but I think that it would be, I think, too disrespectful to Utah State. You have to give them credit that they uh, they made some plays and they caused some turnovers, and uh, you know, the, the the their crowd caused some noise to get get us to go false, you know, have false start penalties. But uh, they 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 were prepared. They had a good game game plan, and then they won the game. And so I don't want to just say like, oh, we just gave this game away. You know, I thought we had some positives, but I, I think that they uh, they did some really good things to, to earn the win. So, any questions? What can you tell us about? approach to the quarterback position this week. Uh, all the yeah. And <clears throat> well, you know, I, I, injuries are part of the game, and, and obviously you, you'd like to have um, answers when you have guys that are go down. But I think that uh, if you're looking at the situation, I don't talk about our injuries too often, but uh, you, there's still a chance that, that um, Tanner and Bo could play this week. And so with that still out there and then and the practice time, it's just a matter of how much practice time can we get in this week. and. How much time can we feel comfortable with our guys leading, and what's the risk of them and, and, and with the with the injuries that they have? So, with that said, we're still looking at possibly using Joe Critchlow and then Cody Wilstead as guys that, that uh, you just hate to take them out of their redshirt year. And these guys were serving missions a year ago, but um, you know, last time the return missionary was thrown in there early it was Tanner Mangum, and it worked out pretty well. So, uh, we we still have to kind of factor all that in and. Even with the thought that maybe Tanner and, and Bo would still return, you know, even if not this week, then hopefully soon, you know. So, uh, trying to factor all those pieces in and trying to get the team ready and and have guys get get the the bulk of the reps and be able to function and have points. So I, the last thing you want to do is just kind of have it open and then not really be good at at, at what we can what we can accomplish and not sink reps into the guy that's going to be uh, basically taking taking the role and taking the first first snap of the game on Friday. What, what have you talked with Coy about? I mean, just uh, get some good things, but obviously the turnovers are big. Yeah, I think the turnovers are big, but I, th I think the, the mistakes kind of got us um, playing from behind a little bit. and The inability to throw the ball uh, hurt us, you know, when we had just to hang on the run game and then we had those turnovers and the, and the fumbles and then just what, it's never a good thing when you're not a, a threat to, to throw the ball downfield. And I think that um, defensively, I'm a, you know, I, I think I obviously you have defensive background, but when you have a quarterback that struggles to throw the ball, it's you know makes things a lot easier and makes things a lot uh, easier to plan against. And so, 
we were we struggled and and hate to come down on Coy, but he threw him out in a bad spot, you know, and and, uh, and asked him to come back in from behind to help us win the game, and that's what we expected him to do. It wasn't it didn't work out very well, and, and there's a there's a just inability to find place, find routes, and and uh, to function in the the passing game, but. Um, Understanding that it was a tough position for him to be in, uh, we still expect our guys to to, to be better than, than what he did on Friday night. How how are you guys doing? How is their resiliency? What was practice like today? Oh, practice is great. I mean, our, our guys are they're battling. They're excited for the next opportunity. You know, so um, as far as uh, the teams, we're still united. We're still together, and and uh, our guys are you know excited about the game so I don't uh, I didn't see much difference I didn't see the guys hanging their heads I mean uh, you know this is another chance to play and, and good to be home so um, yeah I, I don't see a division or anything like that going on what kind of things in practice can you do to address the ball security issue well that's something that we address every day which surprised me in that game you know why we gave up so many uh, fumbles and that's I think I think I say that more than anything in practice is this is take care of the football and ball security remind our guys that you know but we're going to keep keep working on it and um, you know, our, our guys are working for extra yards and they understand that we're kind of I think I think Ulo probably put a lot of pressure on himself to make make big runs you know and uh, sometimes you, your intent is is it means well but it doesn't work out the best and he needs to understand that when you're taking risks with the ball and trying to extend the play and trying to get extra yards, probably not a good good uh, chance to take. But trust him. Um, we don't make anything too big of it, other than it could, you know, what we do normally every every week and every day we practice. We talk about taking care of the football and winning the turnover margin. So on the other side of that, I know defense is, um, you know, really concerned about trying to create more turnovers, and that's. That's something that we're trying to we're trying to correct. We're trying to get better and get in the positive and the, the turnover margin to work out in our favor. Rippon comes back with Boise State, but the the players around him, there's some different personnel. Mm -hmm. um, what do you see when you look at the Boise State offense? Well, I mean, and and they have, you know, they they've been able to work with Rippon, but they also have a quarterback that has a lot of experience in his background that can. And he's done a pretty good job for himself. They, I know they're coming off of a bye, you know, so they can prepare for us an extra week, which is, um, you know, we, we have some good film on them too. So I think it's, uh, you know, they, get to, they, get, they come out here and they play in our home home stadium, and I think it'll be exciting. But Rippon's a good quarterback. He he, he, uh, he can spread the ball around quite a bit, and uh, we just need to have a good game plan. And I think we did well against him last year, you know, so uh, not good enough to win the game, but we just keep focusing on what we do well as a team and as a, as a, as a group defensively trying to um, manage who they have at quarterback but understand what they're trying to do as an offense. And I think I feel good about our matchup with them. Bubbles aside, Ula has proven really effective running the ball up the middle. Uh, can you maybe speak to his progress and what you've seen from him since coming over this position? Yeah, I mean, our, our running back position is, is – uh, we've talked about it. We, have, we feel like we have good running backs there. And I think for him probably the – the health issue was the number one thing. You know, just didn't feel comfortable with him yet early in the season in fall camp. I think I mentioned he missed a lot of camp, and and uh, now we feel comfortable with him getting a lot of reps and getting a lot of runs, and he's starting to answer the call. But his body's feeling better. But you know, it's it's being a return missionary myself. I know how hard it is for these guys to get back into shape, and um, and 
so we have to be smart with him. But plus, we have other guys that are still in the mix. I mean, there's uh, Riley Burtz made a you know change back to running back, and um, there's a lot of things going into his background and why he's not getting more reps. But uh, we're probably looking forward to seeing him on the field a little bit more. And Squally is doing better, you know, and um, Kavika has been slowed down with injuries, so. Uh, we just have to adjust, but you know the running backs that we have. I think they they have a, a solid old line to play behind, and so uh, that should help them out. And, and we just need to make sure that we have some consistency and and keeping teams you know on their heels with with being able to throw the ball and also run the ball. That's something that we were missing last week. You played last Friday, and you play this Friday. Is it? Still short week for you guys with the two Fridays, or is it kind of normal weeks? No, because we were able to get some stuff done on Saturday. I mean, we did some stuff in between sessions and and uh, had a good prep day with our staff and everything. So plus, you can get catch all the conference sessions on demand. So that's um, <laughs> if you happen to be one of those guys that fall asleep during one of them, you know. But you can go back and watch it. But I, I think that uh, we were able to utilize our mo- our normal Monday on on a Saturday and. And our guys obviously had Sunday off, and then we went back to work today. It was a Tuesday practice, and um, so no, I think that having it go Friday to Friday really helped us out. Keon Norman uh, last week named to a semifinalist to the Campbell Trophy and a big academic award. What does it mean to your program to have somebody that excels academically? Oh yeah, and he, he graduated with a degree with, and still had two years left to play. So we were able to get him as a graduate transfer, and he's been. Huge for us, and um, you know he's really smart in, in academics, but really smart in the game of football too. So, good leader for us, and um, just really happy to have him on our squad. Through five games, how would you assess the offensive play calling? Um, I as I look at the play calling, I, I don't think that the um, compared to what we had to deal with so far. Obviously, I'm not, you guys know that I've been disappointed in some of the pro, the production, you know, but. Um, there's a lot of a lot of things coming to the production of the um, of an offense, not just solely on play calling. It's 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 everything combined. And so there's a there's a there's a piece of blame to go in a lot of different places. And our goal is to try to get get those things shored up. And, and obviously, you want to improve in everything in every aspect. And so play calling be one of them. And but that that goes in in also in the game plan, the scheme, and personnel and all that involved so I think I hate to just pick on one thing and just give it too much blame and too much credit. How, how difficult is it when you're wanting to evaluate <coughs> and, and get an accurate evaluation when you throw in the the injury factors and having to deal with so many guys shifting around how, how difficult is that to get an accurate assessment? Well I mean it, it, it tests your depth that's that's one thing that we need to do is get, I've said it before when we got here we need to get more depth and try to get um, quality depth and, and guys are ready to go and when your depth depends on return missionaries being able having to play right away, it, it makes things difficult. I mean, Kyrie Stone is one of our best D, D tackles, and he he was serving a mission not long ago, you know. But yet we still need him out there, and I think it's important for us to get our guys kind of in a position where they can be successful and not risk their health. And so he's been some, he's been coming along slowly, and you start to see him and Ula getting more reps as we get into the season and feel comfortable with their with their. Um, with their conditioning and everything, but I think that it's hard to explain when if you haven't served a mission, it's hard to explain. I'd, I never pulled I never pulled a hamstring until I got home from my mission and just did it walking up the stairs. I don't know if that's just my bad genetics and my bad athleticism, but it's just you know, guys that served missions know what I'm talking about. People that have done that just know that when you go from two years of not doing anything 
consistently athletically to build and, and help your strength and conditioning, it makes it difficult. But um, that's there's a there's a time where you'd want to have a return missionary come, offer their mission, be here, and you don't have to rely on them to play right away. You know, and that's uh, uh, unfortunately we don't we're not in that position right now. But uh, we have some guys that, that that can play and some guys that can help us try to win games, and that's that's what gets out. So. Uh, I hate using that as an excuse because we have guys who can play. I just you know, we, we we have to just keep working with it, and and we have an a bigger a larger amount of injuries than we we've, we've had in the last year. But that's just part of football. You have to be able to adjust, and sometimes you do it during the game. Sometimes you do it during practice. Any other last couple questions? What will the criteria be to determine who starts a quarterback Friday? Will it be health? Will it be past performance? What? It's probably all of that. I mean, it's again, you asking a question that, that is hard to answer until you get some more practice time. I mean, if so, let's say this: if Tanner is healthy and ready to go, and he's had good practice time, then he'll play. He'll he'll start. And if the same thing with Bo, and if Tanner can't go, then Bo. So it's just down the line again. And. In the, in the meantime, we're still trying to see if, if uh, Cody and Joe, if we need to go down there to, to have them play. So it's kind of up in the air, and, and de- depending on how guys, how they progress with their health, number one, and then number two, being able to get our, the best guys out there to help us win. Pass rush has seen a little bit of an uptick, I guess, against Utah State. Are you hoping they can create more turnovers with that uptick? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, so... You know, I think I said before that that in order to get better pass rush, it sounds crazy, but you have to stop the run. And when you can get a team to be a little bit more one-dimensional, and you you, you can, you know, help stop the run, it, it forces a team to go to the air quite a bit. And I think once Utah State did that, we were able to get some sacks. And so, yeah, that's that. It'll always be on focus on stopping the run. I think only good things happen when you stop the run defensively. Now, when you're going against a team that is uh, based on throwing the ball, then then you change it up to probably stopping the easy throws and the quick throws. So that that all, well, we're trying to make teams a little bit more um, one-dimensional, and, and and we were able to do that quite a bit on Friday last week. Just need to be more consistent doing that. And and uh, we got a great team coming in this this week, and looking forward to helping you know, helping our team win by stopping the run. They're going to try and make big plays and try and get your guys looking the wrong way. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? How confident are you in your guys being able to withstand the temptation to be, you know, to follow what they want you to see as opposed to what they need to be looking? Yeah, I mean, I think the, their their identity is to do stuff like that, and they they've had a lot of different packages on offense that we have to prepare for. And um, the good thing is we've seen them before, so there's a little bit um, there's, there's a lot of film for us to watch and and and. Coach Harson's from that same tree that Chris Peterson and them are from, so there's a lot of stuff that you can kind of look through in the back and you know, in the background that you can you know that there's a lot of stuff that they can do, but um, none of it should be too alarming to us. And and yeah, we have to be disciplined. Everyone has to do their one eleventh in order for us to to do well defensively against them.